0: With us right now, it's Ina Bakalova. Ina, you are a content strategist uh, and business consultant, and you are found on the web at inabakalova.com. Ina, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me and pronouncing my name correctly.
0: Yeah, well, I try and I verify. <laughs> good
1: try, good try.
0: So the story that I don't typically sh- share in the podcast is so I come from United States Navy Broadcast Journalism School and in 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 uh so I went to a school called Defense Information. This is way TMI for you. You know, forgive me here, but no, uh, so but I went to broadcasting school and so we had a teacher and I think he was a civilian and his last name all I remember was Runda. And this guy was a real tough like, you know, he was like, you know, if you screwed up, he had no qualms about fail, fail, you know, he'd <laughs> fail you on stuff. And that was one thing that was an instant fail is if you mispronounced someone's name or you misspelled somebody's name you instantly failed whatever that uh assignment was so uh uh if whether you're alive or in heaven god bless you you've put the fear of god in me to make sure that i always pronounce people's names correctly all right ina back to you yes (laughs) Uh, yeah tell us about the work that you do
1: Yeah, so I help experts to package their skills, their expertise into a high-ticket consulting offer, and I help you to sell that on social media using content.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, well and and how do you do that? And and uh, boy, I got a lot of questions, uh, you know, anytime I can talk with someone who's on the front line of, you know, of social and what's working today. Social moves quickly. Strategies also do, and I find that it's pretty easy to come across a guru uh who's teaching Thing. Yeah, I know. We just did air quotes there. Uh, a guru who is teaching stuff that may have been applicable a couple of years ago, but guess what? Things move quickly. So Ina, uh, we're not moving as quickly as you are, I suspect, when it comes to social. Let's talk about what's working. We're recording this middle of 2022. What's working well right now?
1: Mm, I might give you a disappointing answer here, Josh. Yeah, okay. Because everything you said is so correct. It moves so quickly. And so when I work with clients and business owners on their content and their social media, I really kind of stay away from teaching them what works right now. And, you know, what are the, the hacks and the quick tips? Just because if you go down that route, then you're always going to be just trying to keep up. Um, so I'm really into... Uh, what makes good content and if you can create good content then that's going to survive the algorithm it's going mm. to survive any changes um, that are going to happen on platforms that's just inevitable and um, so I'm really into just looking at content principles making your content engaging um, having fun with it I think that's really important if you want to have an online presence because you've got to maintain that enthusiasm and if you're not enthusiastic it comes across in your content. Mm. Um, So yeah I'm spotting a lot of general trends though that I think business owners should be aware of and it's I've noticed that it's been around for some time and recently it's kind of just becoming more and more evident and that is that platforms like Instagram especially are I just say becoming less easy for business owners and for content creators to use um, they're just making a lot of changes they're going the way of Facebook and I'm just finding that a lot of the business owners I work with are now moving towards platforms like TikTok uh, mm. because for now uh, that's more conducive to being creative uh, Instagram seems to have stifled a lot of creators I've found um, so, yeah, so that's I'm not saying that Instagram's not useful anymore. I still get maybe 50% of my business from Instagram. It used to be like 100%, and I've kind of moved away from that now. Um, it's still relevant, but I'm just finding that it's become a less authentic place, um, unfortunately.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, but here's the um, concern, right, is that um, I I think it might be easy to look at a platform like TikTok and say, well, that's kind of, you know, you know, if if, let's say I'm an, you know, I'm an agency or something like that, I I might dismiss TikTok because it's, quote unquote, just for kids.
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh, no, it's not. I never want to hear you say that again. That is not true.
0: All right, so how can, um, help, help me uh, come up with a strategy for uh, TikTok. So, um, you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a middle-aged white guy. I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily, uh, you know, I don't do funny dances uh, <laughs> or anything that I feel like would be on brand. What could I do on TikTok that would be on brand? I feel Good. so uncool. I feel too uncool for for TikTok.
1: Good question. I I would actually argue that you have to be cooler for Instagram. Like Instagram's so much <sighs>
0: more
1: Yeah, so Instagram's very polished right now. You have to we're looking at really curated content and that's what I mean. Like it's moving away from authenticity whereas TikTok we're still in the stages where you you don't have to be curated. You don't have to Necessarily create aesthetic content. You can just be yourself, really. Um, Yes, you do have to be entertaining, educational, funny, um, but you don't have to be aesthetic. Um, And I think that's a great thing. If we're talking about how someone like you could take advantage of it, you don't have to do dancing. I mean, it would be fun if you did, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Something as simple as cutting up these episodes. Um, and posting them as short form TikToks would do great Um, if you're looking to just you know be on a new platform without adding lots to your plate uh, that works very well and then if you really have the time then you can look at creating content specifically for TikTok and again I just think it's so much easier than Instagram because all you have to do is film a really short video um, and that could be like a quick tip it could be it could literally just be you talking at the camera and that is a good standalone piece of content. It doesn't have to be polished. It can just be sharing your thoughts and that works really well on there. And I think that's really different to Instagram. Uh,
0: And the other concern I suspect that others may have is, okay, We're going to do this. And how do we know whether to keep on going or whether to throw in the towel? (laughs) Because I think a lot of folks have had that experience of, boy, we're going to keep at it. We're going to push, 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 push. Okay, listen, we've been doing this for a while and we're just not getting any fruits of it. I feel like it's a waste of money, you know. So how do we gauge
1: that? Mm. So define a while. Are we talking three months, six months? What's well, the...
0: Well, see, most people give up on their diet within 30 days. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to... I think it's going to be different for everybody. But certainly, like, if we're thinking like, well, you tell me... How long should we stay in the game, Uh, you know, and when it's kind of like YouTube, right? It's like you can create content for YouTube and, um, you know, and we did this. Um, I don't know that. So YouTube, I see as a platform that caters well to YouTube content, repurposing to YouTube generally doesn't work quite well. Like, for example, we took the video interviews of this podcast and you can look at my YouTube channel and it was a miserable failure. Uh, And, you know, I'd say for six months, we posted a video conversation almost every day. And it's embarrassing that there's like 11 views on a video. So that's the kind of thing that I know I'm always... Fearful of it's like, you know, I'm gonna invest all this time and resources, money, et cetera, like that. And it's gonna ultimately just kind of be a little embarrassing.
1: Mm. Well, it's always embarrassing when you start. Like you, everyone starts with zero followers and zero views. So we have to get rid of that mindset. Okay, like. all
0: right. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good point. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, you're always, you know, if you're starting from nothing, then yeah, it's gonna be a little bit embarrassing at the start. You're gonna be talking into a vacuum. On TikTok, I was super embarrassed when I started because. I thought the same as you, like I'm not a kid on here anymore. I'm too old for this. Um, And there is at the beginning, YouTube, TikTok, whatever you're on, it's gonna be embarrassing. It's gonna be uncomfortable. Uh, Just accept that. In terms of how long you need to do it, something like YouTube, I'd say years without expecting a return, right? Because you do have to create content specifically for it. And if you are repurposing like these episodes, then you just have to accept that it's not going to do as well. Like you are gonna reach more people, but you're not gonna blow up on YouTube. And
0: Mm -hmm. that's okay,
1: because you're still reaching more people. You're just not gonna be a YouTuber. Um, And it's the same on TikTok. Like you can repurpose content you already create and it will do quite well. Um, But if you really want to blow up on TikTok, which is very possible then you're just going to have to put a little bit more effort into it and i would say with tiktok the time span to blow up um, or to just you know really get a lot of um reach and exposure is a lot shorter so we're looking at you know if you're really um consistent with it 30 days if you posted you know three to five times a day, which can seem like a lot, but the content's actually easier to create, then 30 days is a good run. If you're posting twice a day, maybe 60 days, Um, but really you'll be able to see in the metrics pretty quickly uh, if your content's resonating and you just tweak and you change things um, and go from there.
0: And Ina, how do you work with your clients or uh, customers?
1: So I started out myself I got my first clients on social media um, and social media really helped me to build my business so now I help uh, entrepreneurs to launch their service so their consulting service uh, online and I primarily help them get their first clients using social media most Mm. of the time Yeah. yeah so using content strategically and helping them sign their first clients organically
0: yeah, and where do we? What's your philosophy? Um, because I see people do this very poorly, uh, and I see people who do this well. But where is that delineation between um, serve versus sell?
1: Mm. Um, so it's pretty simple. Like you, you I know think... it's
0: like,
1: <laughs> it sounds
0: simple, right? But we, I see lots of people who violate that and and don't seem to understand the simplicity of it.
1: No, fair enough. Um, yeah, just because it's simple for us doesn't mean it's simple for everyone, which is a really fair point. Um, it's The way I see it is that you give value. You always give value. I mean, that's what content creation is, essentially. You know, if you didn't have valuable content in one way or another, whether that's entertaining, educational, then it's not going to do well. Um, and typically, if you are a business owner, then you're going to want to be creating primarily educational content, mm. in which case... You create that content. And for me, it's really as simple as creating the content and then making calls to action. Like you've watched this TikTok, this YouTube video. If you want to take the next step, if you want X, Y, Z result, this is what you can do. And you're not constantly selling. You're just giving people the option to take the next step. Um, That's how I see it. And that's how I kind of coach my clients for it, because a lot of them are a bit unsure about selling online. Um, but that's really all it is for me.
0: Well, you make this sound too easy. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you're working with people, are you are you engaging over many, many months? are you kind of setting strategy with them or like where how long do you typically work?
1: Yeah, so typically so my program for starting a consulting business and really creating an irresistible offer and signing your first client. That's what I specialize in that lasts for three months. Mm. Um, And, you know, we create your offer. We really get it watertight because what I found is whatever marketing you're doing online, when you eventually start ads, if you want to make this into a big thing, you really, it all starts with that offer and making it compelling um, because then that's going to inform all of your content and how you sell it online. So we do that in the first three months and we sign your first client. Uh, And my goal is to always for you not to need me after those three months, Um, Mm. because I know there's a lot of that in the industry, which I don't agree with. Like I want to set you up with the, I guess, skills for you to continue getting clients with what we've learned. That's kind of my approach.
0: Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. All right. Uh, Ina, where do people connect with you and how do they do so?
1: Yeah, so the best place to find me is probably on YouTube. So if you just search Ina Bakalova, I think there's only one person with with my name on YouTube so far. Uh, Also on TikTok, you can find me again, Ina Bakalova or Instagram. Uh, If you message me on either Instagram or TikTok, I reply to every DM. Uh, So if you have any questions or anything you want from me, then just DM me on there.
0: That's wonderful. All right. Ina Bakalova and that's I-N-A-B-A-K-A-L-O-V-A.com. If you're listening in a podcast app right now, just click on the little I symbol, show notes, click on the cover. Somehow you can swipe or tap and get to where we have show notes. We'll have a direct link to Ina's website. Ina Bakalova, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Josh. It was a pleasure.